Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Y'all tight. Do it from the diaphragm. Do it from the stomach. Hey! 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm always listening for the last hey. All right, guys. So uh, this is Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaires Breakfast Club. I'm going to actually suggest to Glenn that we rename it the Billionaires Breakfast Club. How many of you would like that? I'm in. <laughs> Here for it. Come on, man. Billionaires, the new millionaire. So I like um, it. Today, uh, I, I want to kind of keep this open-ended, and I want to hear what you want to talk about. I wanted to start with one concept, uh, and then I kind of want to, um, so if anyone has any questions on how to, you know, scale a business, marketing, um, you know, taking a leap or a change in your career or your business trajectory, um, get your questions ready, 
Um, you can go ahead and also post any questions that you have in the chat section, and I will be looking at the chat if you have any questions. Um, I do have one request though. Make them $1,000 plus questions. So a $10 question is, how do I log into Facebook ads and click a specific button, right? A $10 question for an audience of this size is also gonna be really, really specific that no one can benefit from. So what do I do if this exact situation happens is not gonna be valuable to everyone as much as zooming it out so that everyone can benefit if that makes sense, can we get an unmute and a yes, if that makes sense to you? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so really think critically. Um, again, I spend $600,000 a year now on coaching for myself. Um, I actually just joined a new coaching group yesterday where I'll be with Gino Wickman four times a year, who's the author of uh, Traction along with 10 other entrepreneurs. Um, so uh, just really think critically, what do, you need, uh, what do you need answered to reach the next level in primarily business is, is where my forte is, um, but also any, anything energy related. So um, I'm going to start with this concept of unconscious assumptions. What is an unconscious assumption? Does anyone want to take a quick guess? Thank you for posting up the lead abundance challenge. Who did that? Camera, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. So, unconscious assumptions. Who wants to take a guess? Like, what? Just give me like your thoughts. What is an unconscious assumption? Someone on mute. We're gonna go to the grocery store, and there will be groceries. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just guessing, trying to get it rolling. Yeah, no, that that's good. That's good. Let let let's get another one. Well, when you're doing something in autopilot, and you don't even realize what you're doing. Okay, that's good. Autopilot, keep going. Assuming someone agrees with you when you haven't even asked. Mm, okay. Anyone else? So, an unconscious assumption is, if we look at it from a, like a psychology perspective, an unconscious assumption is sometimes swapped out with a belief, right? So there are thoughts that we are aware of, and then there are thoughts that we are not aware of. That's an unconscious assumption, a thought that we are not yet aware of. The, the emotions of a human, <laughs> the emotions of a human are a reflection of what is going on in the mind of that human. I'll say that again. The emotional state that you're feeling, the emotions you feel are a reflection of the thoughts that are going through your head. The most dangerous thoughts are those that are unconscious. The most dangerous thoughts and the most empowering thoughts are the ones that are unconscious. They are autopilot. They are unconscious assumptions. An unconscious assumption is literally how you paint your life. Think about it. If you believe everyone's out to get you and you go out to dinner and the waitress or waiter forgets to bring you know, an extra cup of lemons that you wanted to put in your water or something, someone who has an unconscious assumption, a belief that people are out to get me, they'll sigh and they'll go, oh man, every time I go out to eat, they forget blah, 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 blah. Everyone's out to get me is, the, is what painted that response. Does everyone understand that? Can I get a yes if you understand what I just said? Yes. Okay. Now that's a, that's like a little, you know, that's a fun example, but then there's these examples that like really limit your life, right? Like for example, in business, there's so many people 
that I've talked to who believe, believe that they're a one man, you know, one, uh, a one woman shop. Oh, I'm just, I, 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 I'm a solo. I, I run my business alone. That's just me. That that's my business. And that unconscious assumption traps you. It can trap you for 10, 15, 20, sometimes your entire life. Right? The size of team you believe you're capable of having if in business, right? Your financial situation, right? What is the unconscious assumption driving your financial status? Like, I'll tell you my financial assumption. I am broke. I, I, like, I don't feel like I have, like, I'm not even 1% close to where I need to be in order to not feel that way. I believe having a million dollars is like, welcome to being broke. That's my unconscious assumption. So I paint the world with that. Like, I, I don't believe having, being a millionaire is, I think it's like, welcome to mid middle of the road. Especially for the Breakfast with Champions crew. Can I get a hoorah? Hoorah. 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 Like you guys got a sprint. Like sprint, go faster. It should not take five years to, to get to a million dollars in whatever it is you want. Like, let's, let's speed this up. <laughs> like, come on, let, let's move a little faster here. Okay, like, let, let, let's speed this up. Let's take what you were gonna take five years to do and let's do it like this quarter. You can do it. I just, there's, there's uh, someone in, in my law firm coaching program, Deidre. She went from doing 10 grand a month to 120 grand a month in two months. She didn't meet any of our income requirements for our program. And she was at one of our big events and I talked to her uh, at the side of the event. And I was just like, this, this person has what it takes. We're gonna let her in our program, even though she's not at the income requirement. Cause I just know, how many of you have ever met someone where you know something big is gonna happen quick? Say yes, have you ever met someone where you're like, something big's coming from this person? Yep. Yep. It's this, it's this frantic, manic, like non-contained energy. It's this, it's this boundless energy that's within the person. There's this, there's some wake up occurred within the person where they're like shaken. They, they're not finishing their sentences. They're not even starting their sentences. Everything's mushing together. They don't care. They're not in their head. They're in the present moment because their unconscious assumptions have changed. There's plenty of different ways. I spend so much on coaching because I've, I've read, I don't know, over a thousand books now. I've done, I don't know, probably over 20 full, I'm talking like full online courses, not dabbling, like from start to finish the entire online course with notes and like an accountability group to go through the notes with. Like I've done full online courses, right? Like 20 of them, thousand books, but the most powerful way to change your unconscious assumptions is to experience someone else's unconscious assumptions to experience them. Okay. So when I first met with Jason Fladlin, who has done like a hundred million dollars through webinars, I had a two and a half hour call with him. And that two and a half hour call was more important to me than any other book course or anything I ever read or anything because I was able to experience his unconscious assumptions. His unconscious assumption was, dude, if you do a million bucks in a webinar, like welcome to the club, it's not a big deal. 
So I was able to experience his tone of voice. I was able to feel his beliefs. I was able to actually walk away from that call going, wait a second, there's someone who thinks that making a million dollars through a webinar isn't a lot. Right. And, and I, and then all the books I read after that point, all the course I did after that point were like, when I was learning webinars, it was like, Oh, Oh, I get it now. All, everything I'm learning is now fitting into a bigger belief. It's fitting into his belief system that infected my belief system. If there's one thing you want to get infected with, it's a bigger, better belief system. <laughs> right? Like get around people that have the beliefs that you need so that you can better contextualize everything you learn about your goals. So what I want everyone to do right now, if you have a moment, I know there's multitasking that happens because we're on our phones on Clubhouse, but if you have a moment, before we move on to doing some questions and stuff, I want everyone to take one moment, pull out the notes to your phone. Go ahead, do it right now. Pull out the notes to your phone. Okay, and I want you to write down three unconscious assumptions that you believe are running your life. One about money, one about relationships, one about your health. Health, money, relationships. Health, money, relationships. So pull out your phone. If you can't pull out your phone, I want you to actually close your eyes and think to yourself, what are three unconscious assumptions that I have that are controlling my life around money, relationships, and health? I, and it can be super, super specific too, okay? Think about it. This could be really specific. Like, I believe I have to eat breakfast. Hmm. It could be something completely simple that you don't even know you need to question yet. That, that would be a health belief, right? I believe I need to eat breakfast. I believe breakfast is the most important meal today. Money, okay? Another unconscious assumption. Million dollars is a lot of money. Again, you may not even know that you need to question that belief yet. That's fine. What do you believe is a lot of money? That's an unconscious assumption. Think about this for yourself. Again, don't just passively listen to me right now. Like, actually critically think. Close your eyes and think. What are those three things? Write it into the note to your phone right now. Relationships. could be anything could be i believe that work and family fight with each other meaning the more time i spend on work the less time my family gets of me hmm interesting we don't even need to question it yet eckhart tolle calls this your conceptual reality not reality your conceptual reality okay now i want everyone to do a fun thing and then we'll do uh, some of the questions and make sure you put uh your questions in the chat se uh, section and then also and then i may uh just call you up to, to verbalize the question um I want you to do a fun exercise right now. So now we've, we've identified or written down our unconscious assumptions. Now I'm outside right now and I want you to do something crazy with me, okay? I want you to stand up, everyone stand up, okay? 
say done. Unmute and say done if you're standing up. Done. 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 Okay. Done. 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 Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now I want everyone, as you're standing up, I want you to stand. You're standing one direction. Now I want you to look behind you. Okay. So keep your feet planted in the, the direction they were pointing. Spin and look behind you. Okay. And I want you to wave at your unconscious assumptions. Okay. So turn back and go bye-bye. See ya. Okay. See you later. Turn back, wave goodbye to your unconscious assumptions. And then I want you to sprint for five seconds forward. Okay. So see you later and sprint. Get away from those unconscious assumptions. All right, how many of you just did that? Say yes if you just did that. Yes. 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 I'm a scare master. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely spectacular, okay? Don't let your unconscious assumptions drive your life, okay? If you didn't grow up with a group of the most fit family members ever, the most healthy, fit family members with the greatest diet habits and mindfulness and meditation habits and spiritual habits, right? If you didn't grow up with a family environment of people who were well off and had the right beliefs around money and the right beliefs around business, if you didn't grow up with the right relationships to fuel to where you need to go, then we need to say bye to the beliefs that came alongside that. We need to, it's kind of like a morning, not morning, night, evening. I'm saying like, it's like, it's like morning, like, it's like a, like a funeral of the beliefs <laughs> that aren't serving you anymore. Right. And then want everyone to open up your chest, like smile for a second, look up at the sky, open your hands and welcome to the present moment. Welcome to the now, welcome to right now. Gosh, isn't this so beautiful? Like you literally get to do whatever you want right now. If you step away from your unconscious assumptions, you can do anything. You could stop doing what you've been doing. You could go a new direction. You can make a decision. You can reach out to anyone. You could invest in anything. Isn't that the most beautiful feeling ever? You're not chained to anything you did in the past. This is why walking forward going forward the actual action of walking forward can mean so much to reaching the next step in your life right gosh we can do anything guys we really can like if we just step away from our comfort zone if we just step away from the way we did things for the past so and so years or the things we think that we're trapped to, gosh, you could even move. Why are you living where you're living? I mean, you could do anything, okay? So that's all I wanted to share. Um, so does anyone have any quick takeaways before I'm, I'm gonna go look through the chat real quick. Go ahead and unmute if you have a quick takeaway. Come on, go ahead and unmute, let's do it. Good morning, Bill, how are you, sir? Let's go. Let's go, Bill. What up, what up, what up? Let's go, Glenn. What up, what up, what up? Sorry, I'm a little late for your segment today here, um, Mr. Bill Hauser. All morning, I'm like, I got to get in there with Bill. I got to get in there with Bill. But I had a couple things you got to take care of. You know, you got to do your homework before you get to come do the fun stuff, like hang out with Bill Hauser. So, but I'm here now, brother. Whatever you got, I'm ready for it. Let's go. I love that. I love that, Glenn. What am I doing? Am I signing Who else had a quick takeaway? I, I did. Am I signing up? Am I That's... clicking the link at the top? What's going on here? 
No, no, we just did. We just did. Uh, we just did some mindfulness. We did some mindfulness. Okay. Okay. All right. I love it. Hey, Bill. Yep. Hey, Bill. This is Go this ahead. is Jackie. You know, for some really real reason, I feel so empowered just by all that little thing you just did. I mean, really, the whole getting up and turning back and waving and just yelling and all the stuff you're doing, I feel so empowered. So I just want to say thank you for that because I really feel. And this has made my day. This is off. Mm. Who else wants to go? Thank you for that. Samar here. I'll go. Um, yeah. First off, Bill, thanks for doing this. Like, I really appreciate this segment because it, it it's so true. Like that we can just get rid of our, you know, these these type of mindset, negative mindset behaviors. So. And be able to be reminded about that because I, you know, I, I might have slipped up and forgot about that for a second, but I appreciate it, Bill. Thanks. Absolutely, my friend. So I think, um, I think what I wanted to kind of transition to is uh, to answer some questions that anybody here has. This is something I don't frequently do. Um, it looks like Tamara, you had a concept that you put into the chat around being the visionary. Do you want to elaborate? Yeah. So, you know, there's the visionary and then there's the integrator and there's the people who are inside making that vision come to life. And the more that I have gotten into like the granular tasks of my business, because I probably won and not very great at delegating. So that's a leadership quality I'm working on. Um, but additionally feeling like um, I'm doing more inside the business versus I can tell the days where I get to be a visionary. I am like fueled. Um, I feel fire. I feel adrenaline. I feel like this is what I'm made to do. And then those other days where I'm more working on the integrator role, I feel exhausted and overwhelmed. And so I am in the process of hiring an OBM and, who plays a lot of different roles in the business um, in conjunction with my team. And I guess my, and I don't guess, my question is, uh, how do I maximize my time in this transition? Because I know how valuable it is for me to train her well and get her in the know-how of the systems that we currently have, but also delegate and give her freedom to expand the ideas without me giving her all of the ideas. Mm, I love that. And I'm going to try to zoom this out to make it so that everyone can kind of, even if they don't run a business listening in can benefit. Um, so I think, so first of all, there's this concept of the visionary and the integrator, um, which I'll, I'll get to in a second, just so that everyone understands it. Um, I have an integrator for my business. I have a, like a COO, um, and I'll explain that relationship, uh, after I explain the more important concept, which is trusting your personality type, right? So uh, one member of my team right now is getting, um, is doing a three-day training to become, uh, you know, uh, basically Colby certified uh, along with a couple other um, personality index uh, programs that we're going to get her certified in as well, including predictive index and, um, and disc and then um we're probably also gonna do another one that we haven't really decided on yet but long story short trusting your personality type is probably the fastest way to reach growth in your life or your business right so when i first took the colby personality assessment k-o-l-b-e colby it Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day taught me that I was a high quick start, low follow through, low fact finder. And what that means is if I ever have to do something where I have to dive really deep into facts and data, I can, I can do it. That's the, that's the challenging thing about being an entrepreneur is most entrepreneurs are very talented. So you can do things that violate your personality type. 
you can do and you can do them quite well. That's what makes delegation so hard as you scale business is, yeah, you could do it. You could do anything. Um, but the challenge is what should you be doing? So I want everyone to think through these four categories, which is something I learned from my coach, Dan Sullivan, and it's called the activity inventory. So this is literally, if you haven't heard this before, or you haven't done it in a while, this will change your life. Do I have everyone's word that you're going to listen to what I'm about to tell you right now? Can I get a yes? Yes. Is oh, everyone yeah. away? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Yes. 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 All right. Even for Glenn. And Glenn's good at this stuff. So activity inventory. Okay. There are four categories of tasks that you do throughout your day. The lowest level category is your incompetent tasks, okay? These are things you hate doing and you suck at, okay? <laughs> Just putting it simply, okay? It's the stuff you hate doing and you are not good at. Those are your incompetent tasks. So look through your calendar, reflect on the things you do throughout your day and create a list in a notebook write down the stuff you did over the last week and in a notebook i want you to put an i for incompetent next to every task that you do or did last week or on a recurring basis that you're no longer going to do anymore those are your incompetent tasks okay can someone unmute and say incompetent incompetent Incompetent. Incompetent. Okay, so Incompetent. we got to run, run, run from those tasks, okay? The next level up is competent, okay? So these are things you hate doing and you just get by doing them, okay? For me, these are PowerPoint presentations. A lot of my business is presenting from stage, so a big piece of that is creating PowerPoint presentations. I thought for over a year and a half, I had to be the one to build the PowerPoints. Nope, that's a competent task. I suck at building PowerPoints. I hate it. It makes my eyes drop to the ground. I feel no energy, right, after I do a PowerPoint presentation. It's just not my thing. So it's a competent task because I can get by doing it, right? Like. Uh, scheduling my next haircut, that's incompetent for me. I, scheduling anything, like I am absolutely, I, I'm incompetent. That's why I have an executive assistant. Like I, anything that detailed, I am incompetent at. Competent PowerPoint presentations. Okay, can everyone unmute and say competent real quick so I know you're following. Competent. 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 Okay, 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 competent, okay. competent. So, so I want you to write, I want you to look at your calendar, okay? I want you to look at your calendar and then pull out stuff that's competent and I want you to write a C next to it. So write a C next to the things and you may know these intuitively. You may not even have to open your calendar. You're like, oh, yeah, I already know. I can't keep doing that. It drains me of energy. Now, the category where most people get trapped is the next category, okay? The next category is, you can call it uh, great. Okay, these are things, these are your great tasks. So we have incompetent, competent, and then great, right? I also call these excellence activities, but let's use great so that we can use G as the letter for this one. Okay. So your great tasks, these are things that you're good at, that you're, that you're really good at. You're great at even, but you hate doing them. So for me, that's sales. Like put me on the phone with someone like, I am absolutely excellent 
I am really, really good at sales. Just, I don't know, God-given gift plus some training. It's something that comes naturally to me. I'm really good at sales. But I can't do sales. I can't do one-on-one sales because of my goals, because of where I'm going as a CEO and an entrepreneur. I can't do anything one-on-one from a monetization standpoint. So that is what we would label as a great activity. It's something I am spectacular at, but it first, it, I hate doing it. That's most important. And second, I can't do it based on where I'm going, based on where my goals are. Right? So that would be a quick example of something that you're great at, but you can't keep doing it because A, you don't enjoy it, or B, your vision doesn't allow you to do that. Someone unmute and say, great. 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 Okay, so I want you to do the same thing. Take the task that you did over the last week, month, on a recurring basis, and be honest with yourself. What are the things I'm great at, but I hate doing? I shouldn't be doing any longer to reach the next level. Now, the last category, the fourth category, is where we want to get to spending 80% of our time. What percent of our time? 80%. We want to get to spending 80% of our time on what's called the unique ability tasks. Unique ability. This is a term Dan Sullivan created. Unique ability, unique ability, unique ability. Different than great. It's a level up from great. It's a level up from great, meaning your unique ability tasks are the things you love doing and you are spectacular at. For me, that's public speaking. For me, that's coaching members of my team. For me, that's coming up with the next big vision for where we're going as a company. For me, that is meeting with experts. For me, that's masterminding. For me, that's self-development and personal personal development and education, right? For me, those are the things that I feel like, dang, I can't believe I got paid to do this today. Like next week, I'm going to be uh, interviewing Gary Vaynerchuk, Michael Gerber, author of E-Myth, uh, the author of Atomic Habits, James Clear. That whole event next week, the challenge that I'm running, which the link is up at the top, like that's not gonna feel like work to me. That's like, that's like Bill playtime. Cause it's my unique ability. It's what I love doing. Right now as I, as I talk with everyone here, it doesn't feel like work. Can everyone sense that when I, when I don't, I mean, some of you have been with me for a year since I've been talking every single Wednesday. Has it ever felt like, oh, Bill really doesn't like doing this? Never. Yes or no? Like, Nope. Right? It's just natural. It's just what I. Sh- it's what I should be doing. Okay. So for me, that's that's my unique ability task. Okay. So I need you to do the same thing for yourself. I need you to be crystal clear with what are my unique ability activities. Now remember, the danger zone is actually the things you're great at but you hate doing. I'll say that again. The danger zone is the things that you're great at but you hate doing. Does everyone follow that? Can I get a yes if you're following me on this? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Because it's hard to give those things up. If you're great at sales, okay, it, it like that's why most people don't scale their business. Is you're great at the selling the stuff or you're great at delivering the stuff. So logically, logically, if you're great at selling the stuff, you're great at delivering the stuff, of course it like your brain's gonna go, What are you what are you talking about, man? Like we got to X amount in revenue or income doing X task. 
why would we ever give that up? What do you mean it's working? Right? So you literally have to violate what's working in order to get to your full purpose as an individual. I'll say that again. You have to violate what's working to reach your full purpose as an individual. Okay, if you, if you spend the rest of your life just doing what's working, you're never going to try anything new. So what's working has a limit. How much better could it be working is the better question. How much better could it be working? So with that being said, there is a visionary integrator relationship, which Tamara is hitting on from the book Traction. And in the book Traction, it talks about how all the most successful businesses, and this can honestly be applied to a family unit, it can be applied to really anything. There's a visionary and then there's an integrator. The job of the visionary is pretty simple. It's to create energy and clarity behind where the company, the family unit, whatever it is, is going. Clarity, okay, and energy. I want you to say these two words with me. Clarity and energy in three, two, one. Clarity Clarity and energy. Okay, clarity and energy. That's the job of a visionary. Here's where we're going, and here's why we're doing it. Come on, let's go, everyone. We can do it. Woo! Right? That's visionary. Okay? The integrator is organization and discipline. Very different. Organization and discipline is the integrator. So the organization and discipline is the person that makes sure the vision gets executed. That's what the integrator does. So in business, they call this a COO, right? They call this a vice president of operations, chief operating officer, director of operations, general manager. It's the person that takes the crazy visionaries ideas and makes sure that they are fact-checked put into an executable plan, right? And most importantly, integrated, integrated across all functions of the company. So I'll give you a quick example of this. Like we just went through this in our company. Right now, we're trying to create a client experience revolution in our company. Right now we have an 80 net promoter score across our clients, 270 clients right now. and. We're trying to get that up to a 90 net promoter score. Um, so that's my job, visionary, right? Hey guys, I read the book Four Seasons by Isidore Sharp, the founder of Four Seasons. I want to create the most world-class, someone unmute and say world-class. 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 Thank you. I want to create a world-class client experience system for our company. I want to take it up a notch, right? So what needs to happen in order for us to do that? Okay, well, we have to change practices across multiple sections of the company. So for example, in our client experience department, right, we have to change the way that we respond first to emails. So I literally had a strategy meeting with uh, my department heads yesterday, three of them, And we went through, how do we make it so that when someone emails us, we respond back in five minutes? Okay, well, if someone emails the, um, uh, this email, it needs to go into a group thread. That group thread needs to be monitored every two hours or every one hour um, by someone, da, 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 and then the response needs to be sent. Okay, so what you're telling me is we can't do five minute responses off the bat. Yes, we can't do that unless we have a full-time group of people, blah, 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 blah. Great, so let's start with one hour. Notice, my vision was to respond to people in five minutes. My team came back to me and said, Bill, that's not possible to do as fast as you want us to do it. Let's compromise at one hour. That's integration. Integration is what exact, what exact email 
monitoring processes have to be put in place in order to pull this off. Phone calls. What if we want to have a 30-minute response time on phone calls or we want to have every single phone call answered? Well, that one ended up being possible. We ended up sending up this round-robin system with different prompts when people call our company and it directs to the right person and there's like five backups if someone's in a meeting. So we were able to pull that off yesterday with a 20-minute section of our meeting. That's integration. Integration is turning a vision into reality, right? Now, you can live your life believing you're the only person that can turn all of your visions and goals into reality, but that gets pretty stressful if that's not your personality type, which brings us back to the exercise we did before. What are your incompetent, competent, great, and most importantly, unique ability activities, right? So the, the, the ultimate way to scale a business is by delegating authority, not tasks. Did everyone just catch what I said? The ultimate way to scale anything in your life, to give you the freedom that you need, is to delegate authority, not tasks. So we just hired a onboarding coordinator for our business. And today, I'm going to tell her very clearly, you're, if, if clients are unhappy during their onboarding experience, that's you. That's your responsibility. I'm not coming to the rescue. Uh, our director of client experience is not coming to your rescue. That's why we hired you. That's your responsibility. What most people do is they delegate tasks. They say, do X, Y, and Z, and here's the process, and here's the procedure. This is why, like, when people say, I need to build systems, I need systems in my life, I need systems in my business before I scale, I always shake my head. I'm like, no, you really don't need systems. If you have an A-player team that's bought into the mission, that is highly accountable and highly responsible to the target, you don't need systems. They'll create the systems. The entire book, No Rules, Rules from Netflix, talks about this. They, they don't have any key performance indicators, KPIs. Okay, they don't, have any, uh, they don't have any bonuses paid out on hitting specific numbers. They don't even have the best systems in place. Because they, they pay top of market. They pay an arm and a leg for each member's salary on their team. They recruit the best of the best of the best. They create the systems not the CEO of Netflix, Reed. They create the systems. We hire people to tell us what to do, not the other way around. Everyone catch that. We hire people, bring people on your team in any area of life. You need to get your diet in check? Stop trying to figure out how to do it yourself. Bring someone onto your team, your squad, that knows how to do it, right? Let them tell you what to do. Who, not how. Any problem in your life, take a step back, think to yourself, hmm, I could go figure out how to do this, or I could just find someone who already knows the how bring them onto my team and let them do the how. Here's the thing, the opportunity cost, the opportunity cost of you learning something you shouldn't be learning in the first place is often the unseen expense. You could have been spending your time on a higher value task, right? But you decided, well, since I'm unwilling to either A, give up, like let go and give up authority to someone else or B, I was unwilling to part ways with the money. Ooh, I'm just going to DIY. I'm going to do it, do it myself because I don't want to pay the money. Like I'm telling you, this is, this is the one belief. Like our, our targets, $23.4 million this year. 
Like, if you think I can do that alone in front of my computer and have really happy clients and, and, and all the other stuff that we're doing, like, like you're insane. There's no way I could do it all myself. Are mistakes made along the way? You are so, yes, 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 mistakes are made. A lot of mistakes are made. We had 130 of our clients at this workshop that we were doing. And um, I told them, <laughs> one of the first things I said of our state of the union for our company, I said, I have one thing I want to just get off my chest. And everyone's like, huh? I said, I, I came to the conclusion, I was looking through everything, and I know the truth. They're like, okay, what do you mean? SMB team, my company, we have never done something perfect. And everyone starts laughing in the room. I was like, but it's true, you know? Grew our business, you know, th this quickly, but we never did one thing perfect, not one, not one video we've put out, not even one video we've put out has been perfect. Something could be improved on every single thing we put out. Now, here's the difficult part. If you want to expand in your life, you want to give other people ownership, you have to go to bed at night with a smile from ear to ear being okay with things never being perfect. You're building the rocket ship. You're building the plane. Oh, I'm sorry. You're building the parachute as you're falling. You're never going to be ready. There is no, I, I need to wait until I'm ready. As soon as you feel ready for something, you've already taken too long. I don't feel ready for anything. We spent like $400,000 on this event that's about, that's happening next week with Gary Vaynerchuk and, uh, and James Clear and Michael Gerber. Like how much did you pay Gary? 72,500. That's actually less than I thought you were going to say for a virtual yep. 725. Yeah. Hmm. What did he overcharge me? No, I'm saying I th that's actually less than I thought you were going to say. Oh, see, everyone can see Glenn's, uh, everyone can see Glenn's belief system, right? Some of you thought, oh, that's a lot. How many of you thought that that was a lot? Unmute and say yes. Be honest. I yes. thought it was a lot. No, I thought it was 75,000. Uh, I was thinking like yeah. 75, 80,000. Yeah, so... I just know lately, man, some of the, with, with virtual, like becoming a thing, right. And people are obviously monetizing virtual. I noticed that some of those players, like really, they really shifted like, like even Eric, you know, Eric Thomas is doing 50,000 for a virtual. Well, that's streaming. it. Yeah. He's doing 50, but, but bro, that for him is. Like it's, it's a different world over on the ET side. Like it's a completely different world. I don't know how to explain it. Him and Gary have always been, you know, ET was doing 50 grand for in-persons when Gary was doing 250 for in-person. So, when, so, so right now ET is doing 50 for a virtual. So I would have thought Gary, you know what I mean? I, I would have thought Gary would have been doing like 250 for virtuals mm. right now. So when you said mm. 72, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's important. Well, a so we we're uh, able to get just... discounts because we show them our audience numbers right. and and the qualification of our audience. So we send screenshots and usually we can get like half price. But I don't do no those negotiations. Someone else on my team does. But um, that's delegating authority, <clears throat> which everyone needs to do more of. Smart move. Um, yeah. But long story short, like the point I was trying to make is I'm scared, man. Next week, this like this challenge I'm holding. Like, I wish I wish I could just tell you guys. Oh, you know, I, I'm super confident. It's all gonna. I don't know if it's gonna work out. Like, I, 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 I'm speechless with how much we've spent on this event. On this event, we spent fifty fifty nine thousand dollars on ads in five days last week. Fifty nine grand just whoop, right out of bank account. 
right into the Facebook vortex, right? In five days. So like, dang, man, like <laughs> I, I don't feel ready. Welcome to the club. Like if you're, if you're like entering today, like this today's work day and you're like, yeah, I know exactly what's going to go down today. What are you, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, <laughs> like go do stuff that where your, where your gut churns, you know, I got to do even more of it too. Like, I, like I'm starting to feel outside of the events, like I'm starting to feel like, you know, I'm starting to feel like with other stuff, I need to do something big. How many of you feel like, man, I got to do something big. Unmute and say yes. If you feel like you have to yeah. do something big. Yes. 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 Feels so big. I, I've, I've clicked the link and I've signed up, guys. If you have not clicked the link uh, and signed up, I've upgraded to the VIP. And, and, and Bill, I'm just looking forward to this. I've signed up before, wasn't able to make it, but I upgraded to hold myself accountable uh, because there's like a ton of value. The, the upgrade value is unbelievable. Click the link, guys. I appreciate that. here unless you're a lawyer then i do have something to sell you um but you know we're you know these events are geared for law firm owners but i always say like like glenn has done like watch how we do it like we've we've collected two million dollars from three events in a row in less than 90 days and we do it with a pretty scalable infrastructure through the virtual events like you know maybe this is the thing you need to do to study how how is that level of i'll call it like financial energy how is that created like how how do how do we convey that through a zoom screen you know crazy you know i i still can't believe it but the target for this one's higher um but regardless like the point i'm trying to make is if you're feeling comfortable today go do something that makes you uncomfortable so 25 minutes later uh, I feel like uh, I, I hit on as many topics as I possibly could because I didn't see a million questions come in. So I wanted to provide value and kind of, I wanted to dance around what Tamara asked, which is the visionary integrator relationship. And I wanted to actually zoom that out towards what are, what are your incompetent, competent, great and unique ability tasks? And how can we spend more of our lives in the areas where we're in the things we, that we're great at? And that we love doing, right? Those are your unique ability tasks. The last thing I'll say is if you have not taken, this includes you, Glenn, okay? If you haven't taken, is he here? Okay. If you haven't taken the Colby, the Colby, K-O-L-B-E. Have you taken Colby, Glenn? I'm here. I Personality. Have okay. I have not. I need you to I do it today. Not. Yes, sir. Done. You have Sarah? Yes, yeah, sorry, I'm driving, so don't on mute. But yeah, I forget what my score is. I'm going to go and look at my um, email. But yeah, it's amazing. It's a really good test to check. So, like, that's the one thing I need everyone to do. All right. So, I, I need Glenn to just say one more time to hold him accountable that he's going to take it today so that our leader, okay, we're going to follow in the steps of our leader. Glenn, you're going to do it. I am going to take the Kobe test today at 10 a.m. Okay, love it. And it's K-O-L-B-E, K-O-L-B-E, Colby, and it's the Colby A assessment. Oh. Now, I don't receive anything for you guys taking this. Kathy Colby is the founder of it. I'm telling you though, when you read through this test, it's gonna, it's gonna contextualize your thinking patterns. And the beautiful thing about the Colby personality test is it shows you your action traits, conative traits, which means when, when, when solving a problem, what fuel banks do you tap into? Do you tap into uh, your ability to deal with risk and uncertainty? That's quick start. Do you, deal, do you tap into your fact finder trait? Do you tap into your follow through trait or do you tap into your implementer trait when solving problems? So your dominant action trait is going to teach you more 
than anything else. I'm going to post mine on my Instagram. So for those of you who aren't following, click on my face, uh, follow me on Instagram, and I'm going to post my Colby score today on my Instagram story. Also, last week, I posted a link to my tools bundle, which is completely free, where I give you kind of like all my personal growth tools. That's tools at smbteam.com. I'll put that on my Instagram story as soon as we're done here. Who's got some final thoughts for the last two minutes before we pass this over? Just want to say thank you, Bill. That was a killer response. I appreciate you. Always. Absolutely, Tamara. Great question. Dun, 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 dun. Bill, this is Why everybody's on Instagram, Bill. Hey, Bill, this is Regina, and I want to say thank you. It's as simple and as profound as you said it. And if we can use our bodies to engage our brains, it's so powerful. Take that gross motor action today to change your thoughts. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Who else? Don't make me sing again. Dun, dun, it's so dun, weird today. What is wrong with you all? All right, flash, flash your mics if you are here. That's what we need to. Who's on? Who's who's here and on the stage? I see Niku's here. Sarah Holland's here. Kate's here. Christina's here. All right, my boy Nate Force in the building. Dora Maria's here. Okay, good. Carmelia's in the building. We know T is here. We just heard from him. Natasha, Monica, all y'all here, and all y'all ain't got nothing. This guy. Right here, Bill, just you know, this guy, like, Bill, what are your, uh, what is your, um, your hourly tasks? Like, um, what are you working at per hour? Ah, it's a good question. Well, right, based on the target, uh, 10,000. All right, so Bill's, Bill's a $10,000 an hour guy. He just spent an hour right here in Breakfast of Champions, which he does every Wednesday, which I try to never, ever miss because it's always so incredibly, incredibly valuable. Uh, and here you go. You got him. You got him right here. You can ask him anything you want, anything at all, that normally would cost you tons of money to get this type of coaching. So who has a question, any question, for Bill Hauser? Now's your chance. Shoot your shot. Bill, I have a question. Yes, 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 yes. Bill, my name is Diane Needle, and this is the first time I've heard you speak. I'm a real estate agent in Boston. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you. Okay. So um, I I have that hobby of buying books and not reading any. Um, but the good <laughs> news is I did hobby. buy traction. <laughs> you know, some people have a hobby of reading. Mine is buying. Um and they're all in the area of business self-development because I'm looking to grow my real estate business and have been for the past five years. Um, I read, um, I bought Traction, um, but I also bought Get a Grip, which um, puts Traction into a, a narrative story format, which yep. I love. Yep. And I can see myself in it. I'm partners with my husband. I can see him in it. I've taken the DISC assessment. I've never heard of the Colby assessment. So thank you for sharing. Yep. My question is, because I'm so struggling with this and, and my growth, it's really difficult. Yep. Um, what can the, what will the, the hardest part you said, I just took notes on everything you said. And you said the hardest part is knowing so in my case i'm a great listing agent my husband's a great buyer agent but if we want to grow the team we have to step back and train and teach other people to be great at those yep. at those skills mm -hmm. um what is the colby assessment results how will that help me get clarity because i already know what's hard based on you know visionary uh, based on the four areas that you said, right? How will the Colby, once I take that, what can I hope to, to get out of it to give me more clarity? Does that yeah, make sense? So it's just, it's just easier to delegate when you know your actual, your actual action modes, right? So for me, one thing I will never delegate is the creation of strategic plans, right? 
because that's easy for me as a um, because that's easy for me as a high quick start. Like, give me a really complex problem, give me no data, and I can solve it just from gut and intuition, right? So it's more on like a it's more on like a day to day basis and an hour by hour basis as to what should you be doing. It's really like your fuel tank as a leader. It also is going to teach you as you hire more people underneath you and train an expanding team, it's going to teach you your teaching style. And it's going to uh, create an environment of empathy within the organization. So if you're a low fact finder, like most real estate agents are lower fact finder, lower follow through, higher quick start because they're great at sales. Most people who are great at sales are high quick start, low follow through, low fact finder. And so that means that as you expand your team, if your team gives you too much details on stuff, it's going to drive you crazy. You're going to be like, dude, just get to the point. Oh right? my God. You, you, you just, you, you, I, I, are you, are you in my office every day? That was, <laughs> that was uncanny. No, it's just, it's just how it is for, for entrepreneurs. Right. right? It's right. So, but then your team is, is if they don't know your personality type, they're going to feel that you're dismissive towards them mm-hmm. rather than, Oh, that's just her personality type. That that's exactly that's how she wants to learn, right? So it it creates an environment of empathy, and it makes it easier to delegate the things you shouldn't be doing. Hey, Bill, I I think I just want to add one thing to this because I know this space a little bit. You good with that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'll anchor everything he said. I think for somebody in your position, if you're looking to get to the position you're asking about. It's going to train you on how to communicate with those people and just lay it all out. Like when you're building your team, the leadership team directly under you, the ones that are effectively going to be helping build the culture and scale the culture underneath you, you need to have a level of trust and understanding of your communication. And the Colby assessment and these personality tests will allow you to have very frank conversations and tell them like, listen, if I'm just giving you directions with no fluff or you know candor to it understand that it's not coming from a place of me trying to be disrespectful we just have big goals and we got to get big things done and this is my personality but you also want to listen to how they want to be communicated with and it'll allow you to adjust and flow and i I love this conversation bill i've been sitting back quietly but you know this is everything that that's terrific I, i i i love that thank you for jumping in on that Absolutely. So this is the end of my time. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.